Hi guys, Danny here, here with Rob again. And in this video, we're not gonna be answering a question, but we're gonna be talking about a definition of ADHD. Um, it's just something that me and Rob have been talking about. And it's just something that's really cool. And I think it really gets to the, the heart of uh, just the advantages and disadvantages and the pluses and the minus of the issues with ADHD. So I think everyone has heard the expression, jack of all trades, yeah, you know, people just say jack of all trades, right? But, you know, the expression is much longer. It's jack of all trades, master of none, uh, but still better than master of one. Essentially meaning, you know, being average or okay or good at a variety of things uh, and not just being like super focused on one thing is much better than, you know, being super focused on one thing. Um, interestingly, uh, there's also a concept in gaming, a different kinds of gaming called a min-max character, where you know you kind of focus all your um, like stat points or like um, your focus on like the strengths of whatever you're building, and kind of like forget about something else. You know, uh, for example, if if you are creating like a really hard-hitting character, you know, you, you make a, a glass cannon kind of thing where you hit really hard, but you don't really have a lot of life either. Um, ADHDers are kind of like that. Um, we are min-maxed. We are mas we are master of one. Um, so what, what I mean by that is people with ADHD, right? My definition of ADHD is we struggle with. Let's not wait. No, I was going to say the the other thing. We're good at no. Wait. How have I forgot my own definition? <laughs> we struggle with. Oh no! Wait. How did that go again? We're we. We we we're good at what we like, we what we enjoy doing, but we struggle with everything else. So you know, if it's something that you enjoy, we don't really struggle with it. But if it's something that we don't really enjoy, or that we're average at, or that we're neutral about, it's much harder to do for us. Um, so what that usually ends up doing is we focus more of our time and effort into things that we're good at, and we improve upon them. And the stuff that we struggle with, we kind of leave behind. So we become these very hyper specialized characters. You know, we become masters of one. We become min max. Um, and essentially what that means is we become very, very good at specific things, but for most things or for everything else, we just become kind of bad or, you know, eh at it. Meanwhile, non-ADHDers, they tend to be kind of average at most things. So, you know, they're, they're, they're fine, you know, but what that usually means is they can usually do whatever is necessary. Uh, Rob? Rob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what Danny's trying to get at is is people with ADHD, we 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 tend to be able to very quickly hyper specialize into something. Um, you know, this this generally takes on the the form of a hyper focus or something like that. And you end up really good at one or a couple things. And then on on the flip side of that is for me for example, I'm really good at at certain things and then awful at like basic scheduling or basic organization which to an average person, they might not have that min-maxed glass cannon, high tier, like one or two abilities, but they're like pretty good, kind of average, more balanced at all the other things that surround that, which is kind of, which is a funny way to look at it, but it's just so damn true. So <laughs> I like that analogy, Danny. Yeah. Um, and I think having this concept in mind is really useful um, because, you know, 
there's a limit of there's limited amount of hours in a day, right? So you know, there's only so much time we can invest on something. So naturally, people with ADHD who uh, we struggle with delayed rewards, right? Delayed gratification. So, you know, if we do something that we're good at, that we enjoy, that we will get immediate results now, well, we'd rather prefer doing that over something else that we that require three or four or five times the effort to get this the same amount of result or less result, right? Um, you know, we just don't feel like doing it. You know, it becomes like an energy investment kind of thing. You know, it's just like, why, why should I do something that would you know not stimulate as me stimulate me as much um so we just become like we just invest more and more time into things that we're good at um and i i think that's something to to really keep in mind um because um you know for, for especially for me um I, I recently finished my master's. Well, I'd say recently, it was just like, been like a year and a half, not a year and a half, half a year, what I'm talking about. Um, and then I did an internship and then I found a job recently. And it was, it was, um, it was kind of a challenge for me um, because I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. Uh, like I'm an engineer, I'm a, I'm a renewable energy engineer specifically. So I don't mean what I want to do in that aspect because you know, that, that's a field in itself. But even in that, you know, I'm not really someone who kind of enjoys just sitting in a in an office, kind of, you know, just doing sums the whole time. You know, that's boring to me. Um, so what I ended up, um, you know, and I, I really struggled with that until I found this this line of employment that I really would suggest people with ADHD should look into, uh, which is just like analyst jobs. Um, and I think that might be the thing for me because I'm good at problem solving, right? It's something that I enjoy and it's something that I enjoy doing. Uh, and it's something that I'm good at and it's something that I spend a lot of time on. You know, every single aspect of everything that I've done is problem solving. So, you know, kind of me learning to manage my own ADHD. Well, for me, it's, I knew what I struggled with and then it was just me exploring different options and see what works to figure out uh, a solution or something that I can use, right? I had a problem, I solved it. Uh, similarly with every single kind of like project or things that I've done, um, you know, um, I, I used to answer questions, which was people gave me problems, people gave me, and then I would give them solutions or different projects like, you know, making a website while the problem was how do I kind of help people and kind of like, you know, get myself out there and, you know, kind of do research, get a solution, you know, it, it, it's kind of wide in itself, but it's, it's very specific, you know? So for example, if it was, um, you know, like, what I wouldn't be able to do would be something that would involve, say, for example, just a bunch of meetings. You know, I'm someone, I'm a problem solver. You know, I, I need to kind of like sit in front of a bunch of problems that I need to solve as well. So, you know, I, I, you know, <laughs> so that makes sense, Rob. I need to kind of like confer with you that I'm not just rambling a bit. No, no, it makes sense. This is something I've been talk, uh, thinking about a lot recently as well, where I'm trying to find a new job that allows me to do a few different things, allows me to kind of dive deep into my one or two, I love the word glass cannon, <laughs> glass cannon abilities. Um, but meanwhile, not constrict me to that one thing. Um, and and Danny, I, I really wanted to hear your take on that tension between you're good at, you know, one or two or a couple different things in a very strong way. And you're not so good at those other skills. Like what's been your conclusion regarding, you know, 
the your perspective or your take on 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 like if, if you're not good at something like i'm not good at organizing can i ever be good at organizing is this related to what we were talking about before yeah uh, before we started recording yeah okay sorry no i was just like you know like there's a bunch of different ways to ask this question uh thank you for bringing this up this is something that i wanted to talk about completely slipped my mind <laughs> Which is, yes, you know, we are masters of one. I like that expression. I, I'm going to use that. I might make the, 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 the title of the episode. Um, we are not jack of all trades. We are master of one. That sounds so cool, right? Uh, yeah. You know, glass cannon, master of one. Anyways, um, sounds like a He-Man character. Um, so, you know, saying this and kind of like experiencing it ourselves can make it feel like, you know, well, you know, we, we spend all, all our times improving what we like doing and we, we you know, we, we do what we are good at, but we struggle with everything else. So maybe we should just focus on what we're good at. But obviously that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, we, 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 we can't do the other thing as well. So what I mean by that is, I'm good at problem solving. What I'm not good at is say, for example, no, I'll give a specific example. When I was doing my undergrad, I struggled with coding. You know, it was just something that I really struggled with. I also struggled with statistics. You know, I was just like, I just couldn't get in it, you know, like just around my head. Like I, I failed the, the classes like literally five, six, seven times. Um, and I managed to pass the coding with an A. Statistics, I think I got a B. Um, when I, I, I was, so essentially what I did was I kind of changed my perspective a little bit. It was initially, I was just learning for the sake of learning and that's difficult when you have ADHD. So, you know, initially if I'd just been failing, uh, failing coding, for example, you know, I could have thought, well, you know, it's not something that I'm good, that I'm good at, right? You know, just like I'm struggling with it. That's why I wouldn't be doing it anyways. Um, so, you know, naturally the tendency for us would be, well, you know, not, not do it, you know, the past would be fine. Um, but that doesn't, you know, it... Well, was it that led you up to getting, passing that course or getting an A in that course when you failed it before? Like, what was it that you realized or learned or like, how were you able to do that thing that you weren't so good at before? That's a really interesting question, Rob. Thank you. Uh, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of like jumped into this stuff because it was interesting. But uh, thank you. Those were exactly the questions I was uh, I was looking for. Um, so, so you know, people with ADHD, we're good at what we like, what we like, what we enjoy, and we struggle with everything else. But there is an aspect of that which is all of those things are very subjective. So, you know, what we're good at and what we enjoy, you know, what what I enjoy, what I enjoyed ten years ago, isn't exactly the same thing that I enjoy now. You know, these things are always evolving. These things are always changing. So, for example, you know, um, you think coding. Well, you know, it's just like well, building stuff. You know, that's that's not really something I'm into. You know, like oh, you, you know, your 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 job gives you work, and then you kind of like build something for your client. It's just like oh, that's just boring, whatever. Um, but coding, the reason I got into it and I started doing it, it was because I was just like, wait a second, coding is just it's just problem solving. You know, it's just a means to an end. Uh, in fact, I've been, I actually do a lot of coding or I, I did a lot of coding in all the places that I work at because I'd be, not, I'd be asked to do stuff that would be boring to do manually. So uh, by coding, I can automate it. So, you know, by changing my perspective from just being this boring thing, you know, that I wouldn't need or that, you know, it's blah, 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 I can start being interested in it. Um, 
which I guess is like the caveat of um, the, the the master of one, which is uh, I, I, what you were just saying as well, Rob, which is, you know, we think our skills and abilities are a lot more restricted than they are. Yeah. So, for example, you know, ADHDers have been, you know, studies have shown that we are creative, right? And when people hear that, when people hear creative, they think, you know, like, oh, artsy, you know, it's not, that doesn't necessarily mean what, you know, it's not what creative means. Creative means being able to think outside the box. Creative means being able to make connections that other people wouldn't be able to or would take a longer time to. So for example, my problem solving is also creativity. You know, it's, I can connect the dots. I can kind of find solutions to things much faster. So, you know, had I been, had I gotten into coding from the very start, you know, I would have thought, okay, I'm a coder. I like coding, right? And then I've been, been doing coding and then, you know, it'd be like, well, what about everything else? So, you know, am I gonna be restricted to doing coding forever? But if I took a step back and like, well, why do I enjoy coding? Well, I like problem solving. You know, I, I like getting specific issues and I like finding ways to solve them. Uh, what I mean by that is even as a glass cannon, even as a min-max character, the, the max thing that you, you know, the thing that you're maxed on might not necessarily be as, as restricted as you, as you think. So for example, <laughs> giving, oh, I haven't played enough D&D to give a D&D example. I don't know why I was going down that road. Um, Rob, uh, you say something. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was waiting for you to get to the, the, the like third skill. So like what we were talking about before this, we, we started recording was that there actually is kind of like a third skill that, that you can learn. So if I'm like, like, let's make it as simple as possible. If I'm really good at skill number one, like I'm a nine out of 10 at skill number one, and then there's skill number two, which I really want to do. And I, I really think that it's an important thing, um, but I just can't, it just doesn't feel right in my brain. And there's actually a third skill, which Danny was getting to, which is like the meta sort of understanding of how your brain works. Danny just said the keyword, which I liked, which was he stepped back and he like looked at his course from a different angle or a different light. Uh, and, and then, then even though it was the same content, it was the same concepts, he was then able to just get an A in it because he sort of flipped it around in his mind and it turned into something that was part of that first skill that he really liked, which was problem solving and creativity. And this magical third skill that I'm talking about is basically just being mindful and understanding how your brain works, what you, what things that you like, um, what motivates you, what you're good at, like that sort of metacognition. I think probably the better word, more simple word is mindfulness. Um, that is the way that at least for me, and it seems like Danny, you've gone through this too, that you've been able to, and I've been able to do things that we weren't, aren't normally good at, aren't normally incentivized to do because now we understand our brain and we can like look at it from a totally new light. And all of a sudden that horrible grind that it used to be turns into this pleasant experience where we're just able to, to do it much better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh... You're, you're really on point today, Rob, like, <laughs> like, just like perfectly summarizing and kind of giving me exactly what, I, this is what Rob's good at, for example, he's very good at, uh, we, we talked about this before, he's very good at like, so, okay, so we, we talked about this, right, so it's just like, giving advice to people isn't easy, and that's something that I'm good at, 
but I think Rob would be, you know, he, he'd, he'd give it, he'd take it, what's that expression? I'd take it, I'd give it, or, anyways, you know, for him, it's like, whatever. But what Rob <laughs> is really good at is like directing someone, right? You know, something, something more logical. I, you know, I, I can kind of do more like emotional kind of like, you know, gut insight kind of thing. For him, it's like, he can direct people. Um, which, you know, which, which, which I struggle with because, you know, I think I get a bit too like emotional about it. You know, you, you remember when we talked about this, Rob, like a while back? Yeah. Um, where I was just like, oh, you know, I, I, I could, be, it was the whole how teaching is a calling kind of thing. We talked about that. Yeah. You know, well, no, no. Okay. You know, Can we just pause for a second? What you just said is like exactly what we're talking about. You're like, you know, I'm actually a little, I don't know why I'm not as, good at directing people or I, I'm not because I get too emotional, I think like that you just encapsulated exactly what we're talking about, which is like you understand like some limitation of your own ability, but that's fine because you have like different things that you do. So it's like but that like un, that like mindfulness and like objectivity about yourself is really important. Yeah, so it's just like even though you are a master of one, you know, testing the boundaries of what that one encapsulates. Yeah. So, yeah exactly you know, if you yeah no that, that that actually makes a lot of sense um and it's actually one of the first advice i give to people would you know it's just like you know people say i'm really good at this but like how do i do this so one of the first things that i say for learning a new skill or for academics most of the time because usually kids or you know teens ask me this question is relate thing to your relate things to your interest which I think I've actually talked about a few times on the podcast as well. And yeah. I think that's essentially what, you know, what, what, what everything has been coming to as well, which is, you know, again, master of one doesn't necessarily mean, you know, we're good at one thing. <laughs> Let me take that back. We're not good at one thing. We're good at, you know, a specific few things, right? Things that we're interested in. But, you know, we are interested in those things for reasons themselves, right? Um, so for example, coding, uh, I keep coming back to coding. I apologize. It's just the easiest example for me. The reason I like coding, I'm not a coder. I don't have a background in coding. Um, in fact, as I said, it was something, it was the one of the, the two modules that had failed the most when I was doing my undergrad. It was this and statistics. God, I hated statistics. Um, <laughs> but coding has been one of the things that I've used in every single time I have worked in, in the past uh, year and a half. And it's also going to be a large part of my job uh, that I'm going to be going into. Um, but again, I'm not a coder. Coding is just a means to an end for me. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? Uh, you, you were talking about um, taking your existing interests and kind of applying them in new ways to things that you're finding yes. challenging. Yes. Um, the reason I mentioned that is because, um, you know, so... I could have, if I if I thought to myself, well, I'm good at this one thing, right? If I'm good at, you know, people often say, well, I like, you know, people say something like, oh, I like um, music, right? And it's like, okay, but, you know, I'm struggling with something else. I'm struggling with like physics or something, right? It's just like, okay, uh, well, you know, liking music doesn't necessarily mean, you know, just the aspect of the music itself. You know, for when people, when people with ADHD and also people with autism are interested in a topic, it's usually like everything about the topic. So yeah. it's just like, you know, you know, for example, for the musician, for example, well, okay, well, what about like, 
when you know when you like strum the chords like what, what's happening in terms of like the physics there you know it's just like the vibrations like how is that creating the sound or for example if it's in like an electric guitar right how does that work you know like if you if you strum an acoustic guitar it creates the, the music through the vibrations but how does that work in terms of electric guitar so you know if you're interested in music for whatever reason you know the, the reason i'm keeping it vague is because you know everyone has different likes and dislikes for a variety of reasons which is fine right um but how does that work though you know like it's still related but now it's like a new you know it's just like you might like music but this is still an aspect of your music right this is still in the broad category of music you know just like well the creation of music and for example if you play instruments um what about you know uh software that allows you to kind of create music on a computer and kind of use that to kind of you know start getting better at creating music and then ironically enough uh you can actually code and write programs to kind of create music through that which is definitely something i could see myself doing you know uh, um I, I learned to code because i wanted i was avoiding doing boring manual work so you know um and i've also Here's the funny thing. I was playing a game when I was like 10, 12, 11, 13. I'm just giving you a bunch of numbers now, like 12, 13, 14. And in it, this was like, oh, this was a while back. So a, you could sell like graphics, you know, like pictures or GIFs or whatever. And people would give you like an in-game currency. I actually learned to use Photoshop because of that. I am, I, so, you know, like I've shown you like my YouTube thumbnails, right? Yeah. Uh, Rob? Yeah. And I make all of those myself. You know, it's not amazing. I'm not fantastic at it, but I, I would say I'm like, you know, I would say I'm like a four out of 10. And the only reason I learned that was because I was really interested in the game I was playing. So, you know, this thing, this random thing, which is photo editing, I learned because I kind of related to something else. Yeah. You kind of like you know, get just, this cluster of skills around your interests that when looked independently, those that cluster of skills is like kind of not related to each other at all. The only relation exactly. is that interest. And then you're saying you can like you can apply this to things that you maybe aren't so good at. It's like, well, I'm not good at, at programming, but I really like being lazy. So now all of a sudden I've learned to program so I can be more lazy. And the initial goal was to be more lazy at work, but now I've like learned to automate these things and I, I accidentally discovered this new interest. Yeah, I mean, let's look at Rob, for example. You know, he, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know how I was gonna start it. I was gonna insult you, but I, but I don't think it should be <laughs> that mean. But you know, he's written a book, he's recorded an audio book. Um, I don't know, I think I usually put different links in the description or whatever, I'm gonna be putting this. Um, you know, and he makes TikTok videos now, uh, ADHD Pro. Yeah, ADHD Pro on TikTok. Uh, so you know he's learned uh, video editing skills. He is recording or he's finished recording an audiobook. So that as well. Uh, he wrote a book and you know kind of like writing and publishing. He self-published as well. So look at all these things that kind of came together and did this. You know, it's just like he has his interest. He has what he's good at, but he did all of these other things as well because they, he related them to his interests. And it, you know, it all came together. So yeah, no, just even though we are masters of one, one doesn't necessarily mean one. Exactly. Yeah, you can, you can... yeah that, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think this this went to a different <laughs> angle, but it went to a very interesting and really good angle. I think. Um, thank you, Rob. Um, <laughs> you, you, you you took it 
to uh, to to places that I wasn't even thinking about, but I think it was exactly the places that that we needed to talk about. Um, yeah, do you have anything to say? I think we could wrap it up there. No, I I think just the main point around this too is that this mindfulness or meta understanding or broad overview of yourself like takes a while to learn and it's not something that you can just like wake up one day and be like oh let's examine myself from this objective viewpoint like takes a while to 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 notice and understand and like learn about yourself um and only once you look backwards can you really connect the dots so precisely as me and danny have, have done but it there is a lot of truth to it where um, the more you learn about yourself, the more easily you'll be able to kind of connect things that you maybe find more difficult to other things that you're already interested in and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it does take time. Yeah. And not only that, oh, I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> Never mind. I completely forgot about the thing. I'm just off today, uh, probably because it's like 10 p.m. here. Wait, wait, give me two seconds. We can still keep this in the in the in the in the in the recording. Um, sure. What I was going to say was, nope, I, I don't know what I was going to say. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, let's finish it up. Cool. If you want to submit a question to be on this podcast, go to butthethingis.com. There's a big button that says "Ask a Question," and um, in that field, just say you want it to be on the podcast, and we'll try to get to it as soon as we can. Yeah. Um... Thank you for listening.